I'm Crystal Craven, a singer, a songwriter, and a worship leader who's passionate about sharing what God inspires. And this is your weekly devotional. Alrighty, well, as you can probably tell, um, I am not feeling the greatest. I am a bit under the weather. Um, so I apologize for um, the kind of dry, cracky sound in my voice this week. But um, nonetheless, here we go. We're continuing on in Luke chapter 10, uh, verses 13 through 16 this week. And it says, Woe to you, Shorazin. Woe to you, Bethsaida. For if the mighty works done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it will be more bearable in the judgment for Tyre and Sidon than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? You shall be brought down to Hades. The one who hears you hears me, and the one who rejects you rejects me, and the one who rejects me rejects him who sent me. So here as Jesus, you know, continues in these woes of unrepentance, we get to verse 16, um, which is where we're going to camp out for this. Um, And he says, the one who hears you, hears me. And the one who rejects you, rejects me. And the one who rejects me, rejects him who sent me. Here, Jesus uh, makes it very clear that we are his ambassadors and his representatives. And it's in this point of us being his ambassadors that we need to remember not only in how we share the gospel and live, but we need to remember that also in times of rejection. When we share the gospel and someone receives it, we need to remember that they are hearing us, yes, But they're ultimately hearing God speaking through us. And likewise, when we share with someone and they reject, yes, they are rejecting us, but ultimately they are rejecting God. And we really shouldn't take everything personal, you know, whether it's um, something that we perceive as good or bad in ministry, because it can delay or, in some instances, completely derail our mission. And in this concept of being derailed or um, delayed, it is easy to understand that, how like if we take something bad personally, um, that it can delay or derail, right? I mean, that kind of makes sense, because if we get too internally focused, we make it about ourselves, what what didn't they like about me? What did I, did I say something the wrong way? Um, maybe they didn't understand what I meant, or maybe if I were dressed differently, they would have listened or, you know, there's any number of things we could think when we're, um, taking things personally and getting internally focused. And now the focus would then be on ourselves instead of pushing forward in the work of the ministry. However, that same thing can also be true of something that we perceive as good. Um, If we, you know, take something good personally and someone does receive the gospel um, or someone does say something 
for seeing the the gifts that God has given us and that we're operating in, then the accolades that people give as they do see that work of God um, in and through you can get you internally focused, which can still delay or derail the, the mission and the work of ministry. Because if we make it about ourselves, it it becomes something like, wow, I guess I am pretty great, or I do have a talent for this, or, you know, I'm better than, you know, insert anyone who does a similar ministry to yourself, right? And pride can quickly become a very big issue. But if we keep focused on the fact that we are his ambassadors, we represent him, and we should be denying ourselves daily in that process then. And then there's no room for us to insert ourselves regardless of the outcomes. Now, by not taking outcomes personally, this doesn't mean that we don't feel feelings about it. You know, we're not robot ambassadors. Um, We are indeed human beings, just like Jesus, who have feelings. And this doesn't mean, you know, suppress your feelings, because that can create bad responses on either sides of the spectrum. You know, instead of pride, you get false humility. Um, And then instead of getting so internally focused on internal rejection, we end up with an apathy. Um, You know, we we can't and we shouldn't try to hide our feelings. Um, We do have feelings that we share with God as being created in his image. So what it does mean is that as his ambassadors, we share his heart by rejoicing when people accept and we feel grieved when people reject. I'm going to share some verses with you um, that really are just, you know, showing like God has feelings too and um, and we should be rejoicing when people accept and we should feel grieved when people reject. Um, in Luke fifteen ten, it says, uh, just so I tell you, there is joy before the angels of God over one sinner who repents. So, I mean, there's like a little party in heaven, you know, when one person comes to repentance. So th- it is something that God rejoices with and we should too. Um, and then in Genesis 6, 5 through 6, says, the Lord saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord regretted that he had made man on earth, and it grieved him to his heart. So God does grieve, you know, at sin and at people um, rejecting holiness. And, and then also in 2 Peter 3.9, says, the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. And the thing to remember is that regardless of the outcome, you're in Christ. If you're a follower of Christ, you are in Him. He is your Savior. You're His ambassador. He has gone before you. He is with you through it all. So through the rejoicing and the grieving, through the trials and the persecutions. My encouragement to you today is to persevere and to stay on mission. And I'm going to leave you with one last verse. It's just very encouraging. Um, And it, it comes right 
after Jesus is telling us that we need to abide in him, that he is the vine and we are the branches. And so he says this with that abiding uh, lifestyle in mind. In John 15, 18 through 20, it says, If the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. For blogs, written devotionals, and originally written songs, visit crystalcravenmusic.com, and that is Crystal with a K.